Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name's Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss the Super Bowl. Let's get everything out of the way. This is going to be a big, long episode. We're going to make lots of picks for the Super Bowl. So let's get everything out of the way. Let's do it. Follow at Losing Money WAB on Twitter, on Instagram, where we make free daily picks on every sport. Like this week, we were big on college basketball, the NBA, the PGA for we made picks for the Waste Management Open. It was a big week. And we're on a bit of a heater right now. Let's, let's start off the episode with a little bit of bragging. We were 20 and 11 this week on our picks. That is pretty good. It's almost like they're setting us up so that we can have a bigger bankroll going into the weekend where we can lose some more money. On what? It's here, guys. The big one. The Super Bowl. This Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals and their improbable run will play the all-in Los Angeles Rams for the Lombardi Trophy. As of recording, the Rams are favored by four points and the over-under is 48 and a half, okay? It's going to be the biggest gambling day of the year. It will be for you. It will be for me. Some of you have already made bets and made positions and, and taken sides, but most people betting won't even touch the game until Sunday. This gives you a fun opportunity because you already have some odds out there. Maybe you jump on some ones you like, maybe even the ones you hear on this podcast. But also, save some of that bankroll for the, when the public money comes in on Sunday because those markets are going to go crazy. It'll present some interesting numbers for you as well, right? I'm going to give you picks today. Like always, we're going to have our guest, the Pants Ready Prince, Charlie Chalk on, to give their advice as well. But here's my advice more than any other pick for the game. Try and get through the noise. This is a huge game, right? It's wall-to-wall coverage. You have thousands of media members all broadcasting from Los Angeles where it's, where it's going to be played. You will listen to podcasts. You will listen to radio. You'll watch TV. You'll read articles. You'll listen to thousands of props that you can bet on. Is it going to be heads or tails? Is it Cooper Cup? First touchdown score. What song will perform first? Over under six and a half dogs in Super Bowl commercials. That's an actual stat. Those are all real props that you could be betting on inside of this insane football game. By the way, I really like the under for the national anthem time. I'm just going to say that. I really like the under. Okay. I'm not helping my argument. I know that's an insane thing to actually care about, but I really do like the under. The dog one, I'm not so sure about that one. You could get to the point during this big game that you have put so many bets out there, so many small little wagers, you know, here and there, sprinkling the pot, as my friend John Malkovich used to say, that you don't even remember which bets you have or which sides you have. You don't want to be the crazy person at the, the Super Bowl party, which I have been holding a clipboard or a whiteboard or your laptop with a spreadsheet and going like, oh, who caught that? Who caught that? T. Higgins? Okay, so T. Higgins. Well, but that hurt the defense, so that can hurt my other bet. You look like an insane person. This is supposed to be fun, right? Super Bowl party is about some like having some drinks, having some food, spending time with friends and knowing so crystal clear what you have on this game. And so this is what I'm trying to help you today. We're going to try and help you find the point of this game. How do you do that? Take all the stuff, all the advice, all the things that you've listened to and put it away. Put it in a little box. Compress it with your mind vice and just put it aside. Then what you want to do is because you've been listening, because you've been reading, because you've been trying to educate yourself, you just kind of picture how you see the game going and then you work backwards from there. It seems so simple. It seems so stupid. But trust me when I say this is the best advice I can give you. How do you do that? Well, I'm going to walk through exactly how I see the game going and the many bets that will come from this. And I'll show you how easy this is, okay? So where do I start from? Well, I think the Rams are better than the Bengals. Okay, that's kind of a good place to start. 
Vegas thinks so as well because they're favored by four points and they have a money line of minus 210 right now. Hmm. So I sit there and I go, the money line's a little rich for my blood at minus 210. But why do I think the Rams are better? Well, I think the Rams defense is good. Okay, that's a good starting place. Nice and simple building blocks as we go up. Just a heads up, I have lost money on the Bengals every round this playoffs. Sometimes I think I was wrong. Other times I think I was screwed. And that's not sour grapes. I know every time that someone says, well, I shouldn't have lost that one, people go, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Let's, let's take the KC game, for example. We talked about it last week on the podcast, but Cincinnati beat KC. KC was up 21-3 to at half. Now, for every reason, you should think that KC should have won that game. Just like the bet I had. There are bad bets and there are bad results. KC wasn't a bad bet. It was just a bad result. There is a difference between those two things. So, in my opinion, the Bengals got to the Super Bowl because everything went right in every game. So, for them to win the Super Bowl, that has to continue. And everything has to keep going right for them, which is a little tough. The Bengals have had trouble stopping anyone from getting to Joe Burrow. Their offensive line enforces a Matador-style system, an Olay-style system, a saloon-swinging-door-style system, where their turn-style system, if you will, where they just let everyone go by them. Even in the playoffs, the number of sacks that that offensive line has given up is nuts. Nine and a half sacks alone to the Titans. Now, here comes the Rams, who have Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, and the best defense that the Bengals have faced all year. I can't stress this enough. This is by far the best defense the Bengals have faced all year. This is about as lopsided of a matchup you will see in a Super Bowl ever. So why wouldn't we take the sacks for the total game over five and a half? Both sides. Okay, so that's kind of something because I think the defense is going to be pretty good. So over sacks, all right, that's pretty good. Also, the defense is good. Jalen Ramsey, one of the best cornerbacks in the league year in and year out. He's going to be on Jamari Chase following him around. Now, Jamari Chase is really good, but I also think Jamari Chase, the, the offensive rookie, the incredible superstar rookie for the Bengals, has been a little overstated from time to time. It's not like every week he was putting up 200 yards. Yes, there was some weeks where he put up 200 yards, and that's incredible. But most weeks, he didn't. He kind of got 70-ish yards. Remember that whole period during the season where we thought Mac Jones was the offensive rookie of the year? Yeah, those periods. So that's why Jamari Chase, it's not like he has to light it up. And he now is one of the best cornerbacks on him, right? So why not think that the second receiver, T. Higgins, who game-by-game game numbers is very similar to Jamari Chase, let's lean the over 67.5 receiving yards for T. Higgins because we think that the number one receiver, Jamari Chase, is going to get negated, okay? I also like the under in the game, right? Because that defense is going to be so stifling on the bagels, but also because Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, has learned from the last time he was in the Super Bowl, which they lost to the Patriots in the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever, 13 to 3. And don't try and look at me and tell me that was a good game. <laughs> so many football purists are like, well, so you don't like defense? No, I like excitement. That sucked. It was 13 to 3. It was a bad game. There have been 26 previous meetings in the Super Bowl between a first-time coach and one who has coached in the game before, right? Coaches with experience, like McVay, are 15-11 and 11 straight up in the game. Getting even more specific than that, this is McVay's second appearance in the Super Bowl compared to Zach Taylor, the coach of the Bengals, first. Coaches making their second appearance against a head coach in their debut have gone 7-2 and two straight up. Ooh. So why do I like that under? Ram-stifling defense, and because first-time coaches, QBs, players, have trouble. This opponent has had two weeks to prepare for you, and only you. Not the, not the game afterwards, not the game after the bye. No, no, no. Just you. This is the last game of the season. And all they're thinking about is you. So now in my mind, I have these two things. I have that Ram-stifling defense, and all the many bets associated with that, and I like the Rams still to win. 
So from there, I start spreading my bets out because I like the Rams, but I'm not crazy about that money line. Minus 210, ooh, a little rich for my blood. So I'll look at alternate lines, like the Rams minus 10, because now it's starting to feel like maybe the Rams could really beat the hell out of the Bengals. So Rams minus 10 on an alternate line is plus 175. Alternate lines for anyone that just doesn't know. So if the game, game line is minus four, you can find lines that say minus three, minus two, minus one, or minus five, minus seven, minus eight, minus nine, and it keeps going up from there, and the odds change with it, worse or better. Minus 10 at plus 175 because I think the Rams could win big. If I like the under and I like the Rams, then I think the Bengals won't score a lot of points, right? Maybe I'll look at the Bengals team total under 21 and a half. And because their passing game is so key to them winning, maybe I like Joe Burrow under 36 and a half passing temps. Plus, for the under, interestingly enough, SoFi Stadium has been a great place for unders whenever the Rams are playing. In the regular season and postseason, unders are an incredible 13-4-1 while covering the closing total by an astounding 7.5 points. So if the over-under was 50, they're averaging about 43 points. That's how far under the games are going. And if I like the under in general, then why not take the first half under of 24.5? Because the first half is usually the lower scoring half of the two. And Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time, blah, 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 blah. So many Super Bowls. In all of his Super Bowls, seven of those first halves happen to go under. So if it can happen to Tom Brady, why couldn't it happen to Stafford and Burrow? So everything I just threw at you, just because I think that the Rams are better and the defense can dominate, here are the many bets that we grew on like, like branches from our gambling losing money tree. Come with me here. I got to take a deep breath. T. Higgins over 67 and a half receiving yards. First half under 24 and a half. Joe Burrow under 36 and a half passing attempts. The total game sacks over five and a half. The Bengals team total under 21 and a half. The total game under 48 and a half. The Rams minus 10 alternate line at plus 175. The Rams minus 210 as a parlay leg to throw in. And ultimately, I'm going to end up losing money on the Rams minus four. See how easy that was? Just because I thought originally based on everything I've read and everything I've heard that the Rams have a good defense. That's all the bets that I can make. And they all follow a similar pattern. Instead of you contradicting yourself and having to follow a spreadsheet like a crazy person at the Super Bowl party, which is definitely something I've done many times. So, just like that, I found out my picks for the game. Well, that was easy enough. So let's find out what other picks my guests are going to lose money on for this game. Charlie Chalk, Pans Ruddy Prince, coming up next. Coming up first for the last time this football season for the big game, the Pans Ruddy Prince. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing just great. I'm so excited. The big game is here. I can't wait to lose all the money. So... Pants Ready Prince, how do you see this game going? It's it's an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, I've been a little back and forth on it because I've been quick to bet against the Bengals in the playoffs, and they've, you know, look at the Kansas City game. They surprised mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah. That being said, I'm going to stick with my guns, and I'm going Rams minus four because obviously we've mm. talked about this last week. The big thing about this game is going to be the Bengals' offensive line against that vaunted Rams D-line. Right. And then you say, well, the Bengals still won against the Titans, get, uh, yeah. giving up nine sacks. But ladies and gentlemen, that's the Titans, okay? Yeah. This is yeah. not the Tennessee Titans. The, the Tennessee Titans do have a great pass rush. Pass rush. I mean, Danico Autry was on fire for them throughout the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That being said, it was Derrick Henry who was not ready to come back, and it's Ryan Tannehill who I don't trust in any game. I'm sorry. I'm just not a Ryan Tannehill believer. But it's Matt Stafford. This offense that is clicking and it's clicked throughout the playoffs and a very pissed off Aaron Donald who did not get what he wanted last game. And I think it's going to be, oh, I I, I don't want to say a blowout because, you know, 
but there was a possibility of a blowout as we've talked about. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. I yeah, I threw out the the alternate line of the minus ten, you know, in the opening, and I, you know, everyone get points to that Titans game as an argument for the Bengals. I think is just confused. That's not the reason. Like, it's not like they gave up nine and a half sacks and they won. I think the answer has to be, oh my god, they won by giving up nine and a half sacks. So that's never going to happen again. Like, yeah. that can't be the precedent to go like, oh yeah, they can do this and win. That's totally okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, nine sacks is a lot, and I bet you a team that gives up nine sacks a hundred times wins that game maybe two or three times. So, oh god, yeah. it's one of those things that the Rams D line has the way they are going to win the Super Bowl, and even if they don't, the offense is good enough to do so. I think Cooper mm -hmm. Cup is going to get a lot of attention. I think he still scores as always, yep. and it as looks always. like Odell Beckham Jr. has had a complete career resurgence. He looks like a different yep. player, and and he's. You know what? I think there's a lot of things to be said about Odell Beckham and the controversy he's he's displayed on the field over the years. <laughs> but I am rooting for him. It's a I cool story. I, I really like what he's shown, and and uh, I would love to see him have a big game. I don't know why I'm going to say the expression I'm going to say, but I kind of feel for the guy, and I don't really understand why. And maybe it's you know there's a certain amount of expectation you place upon yourself uh, by his you know early play with the Giants. But you know what? For one reason or another, the Browns don't produce very good uh, wide receivers, even though that offense isn't actually that bad. Hold on, so, let like, me I don't stop really... you. The, the the Browns don't produce very good football players. There. So, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's what it is, right? And then you know he goes to LA and he has now a career resurgence. I will say a very popular bet coming off the board all over the place is Odell over receptions, over receiving yards. And I, I like we gave out the T Higgins one before, and that's understandable because we believe that Chase and Ramsey might work to some kind of stalemate, some kind of sixty yard, seventy yard you know difference uh the Odell one being popular I don't really understand because it's not like somebody's going to shut down Cooper Cup but I think it's just also people believing that Odell's just going to have a great game yeah I think the offense is planned for him I, I think mm -hmm. John McVay has seen what he has and says yeah we are going to game plan around both Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. because the running game's not doing fucking shit right now well, that's the thing one of my favorite things is just taking the under for the Rams the under running rushing all over the place for the Rams right now because they I just don't believe I think it's one of those ones where McVay outsmarted himself when he played the Patriots when he played the Patriots when he had coached a team in the Super Bowl against the Patriots and he just he got too cute with it they lost 13 to 3 they were found out you know I think it's one of those ones where like I know we can run the ball yeah let's just put that away Let's just throw the ball down the field. Let's score as many points as humanly possible. Yeah. Going back to that last Super Bowl, you, it, the yeah. Rams were, what, were they the top offense coming into that game? They were yes. top five for sure. I think mm -hmm. they were the top. And yeah, they were. what a dud that was. I think McVay oh, learns from his, his mistakes. Mm -hmm. Not playing a defense like the Patriots were that year. I think Matt Stafford is getting his first ring. And I love, <laughs> I love the sound of that. I do too. I, I I really, there's like a lot of good stories all over the place. You know, Matt Stafford, Andrew Whitworth, I think is like an awesome one considering, you know, we give all the credit to Tom Brady for playing being old, but like he plays in a position where if you get hit, you're most likely getting a penalty. Andrew Whitworth has to get hit by a very large and person half his age on every snap. And you're like, oh my God, he's 40 years old. It's insane. So I'd love to see that for him as well. And Odell too, like we we're talking about. Yeah. And you know, I it looks like the consensus is getting on the backs of Joe Burrow, Joe Cool. You know, mm. he's, he's reminding people of Tom Brady in 2001 a little bit, yeah. just the way he can play. But uh, you know what? <laughs> it's kind of hard to win a damn Super Bowl. So if you do it this easily, it's going to make me mad. I don't know why. I, I have nothing against <laughs> Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But if they do it this easily, I'm going to be a little pissed off.
Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you see the game going though? So the over under is 48 and a half right now. Are we looking leaning over or under? Like you want to stay over because you want to say a nice, you know, fun back and forth shootout game that comes down to the end. But you think teams got to play conservative in the Super Bowl. They end up doing that. Mm -hmm. I'd say the under just, just coming out of my mouth now. I'd say the under. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm tending to go under because if we believe that that blowout, you know, is an option, then you have to believe that really that's because the, the Bengals offense got shut down by a very good Rams defense. You know, we, we said this earlier, but the Rams defense is by far and away the best defense that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to play all year, all year. Like they're part. So there is parts of this where you go, Oh God, this could actually really suck. And if you believe that that's an option, then you're probably leaning under a little bit. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Well, there we go. Pants are running prints. You're going to be taking the Rams. I'm going to be taking the Rams. Oof, let's go find out what Charlie Chalk's going to take. We hope you have fun losing money on the Super Bowl. Oh, it's a Super Bowl. I will. You take it easy. Coming up next is Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Andrew, I'm doing fine. I'm just resting, looking for the oh, big weekend. Oh, yeah. I've okay. Got a big weekend. we got bets going <laughs> everywhere. This is exciting. We've been waiting for this all year. Oh, absolutely. We have. I'm, I'm so excited. There's so many ways to lose money on this game. So I got to <laughs> ask you, Charlie Chalk, where are you leaning on this game? How are you thinking this game is going to go? Okay. Just I'm leaning Rams. I'm saying okay. that I'm leaning it for just quickly. The coaching is better. They're a more yep. experienced team. I think that all mm -hmm. of a sudden since he's come in, why it's only four, I don't get. I, I see this being uh, a higher scoring game. Um, I okay. see that when McVeigh was in the last Super Bowl, his, his first 13 plays were all uh, punt after third down. I mean, he was terrible. He's going to gamble a little more. Um, the only mm -hmm. way that uh, since he's going to keep up is by throwing the ball. So both of there's going to be a lot of throwing, not a lot of running. And I think that's going to be a high scoring game. And in the end, I think that the Rams are a better team and they will win and cover. Okay. Well, there you go. Win and cover. Wow. Okay. So all three of us are taking the Rams. So that means everyone should take the Bengals. Oh, but, good. Uh, okay. Oh, I know, right? I know. But so you see, you said it was going to be a higher scoring game. Yes. Wow. So you like the over 48 and a half? I do. Yes, I do. Wow. Okay. So is there any, so maybe, maybe we're going to be taking some players then or like, yes. what are we thinking? How are we going to get there? Well, I think that what's going to happen is that. Obviously, L.A. and they've got a great defense and they are going to pressure mm -hmm. him. He's going to have to dump the passes off to, to forget rushing the ball. Mixon will, I think, get over receiving yards. Um, yeah. I think it's 29 yes. or something right now. Yeah, I, I've taken that every week and I, I get it every week. Because, okay. And part of the partly is not like strategy. It's not like, well, Joe Mixon, we need to get you in the passing game. It's more like Joe Burrow has three men chasing him and he's like, oh my God, I need to throw it to somebody. Absolutely. And the running back is standing there. That works almost every time. Yes. So, and then then oh, I'm going to leave Chase out of it because what the number is going to be, who knows. But Higgins, yeah. I think, is going to be over in receiving yards. And Perrine, who's quietly does nothing, is yeah. going to catch more than one and a half passes. Oh, so wow. One it's and an half. over one and a half. Again, he, he's going to be throwing two out of three times every time they've got the ball. Um, all of a sudden, everyone thinks Joe Burrow, who was, he was, he's good. And he had a great mm -hmm. college career. Mm -hmm. He's not Joe Montana. This is his no. first Super Bowl. So he's going to have a tremendous pressure. I just think that that the defense is too strong. Maybe interceptions, mm -hmm. I don't know. But he. I, I'm not putting it down, but I think there'll be a, there'll be a lot of scoring going on. And um, I just see that 
that the experience is going to be in the Rams. Uh, but the Rams there, are going to yeah. throw too, though, you know, and then you go, yeah. okay, so, and quietly, uh, Beckham seems like he's a quite maybe MVP out of this. But um, they don't throw long to him, but they're going to throw a lot of passes to him. Again, so here, here's what I'm confused. Well, I, I'm with you, but here's what I'm confused by. I get the T. Higgins thing, and I, I, I made that bet earlier in the episode, too, because Jamari Chase and Jalen Ramsey kind of work to a stalemate, you think, right? Yeah. And so that leaves the second receiver, you know, really open. Why does everyone, why do you think everyone's jumping on Odell right now? It's not like, it's not like the Bengals have their own Jalen Ramsey that's going to negate Cooper Cup opening up Odell. Why do you think everyone's on Odell right now? I Because... He's going to be the outlet receiver. He will. They're going to be looking for Cup all day long, but he will yeah. not be open. They're going to double him, cover him if they have to, or whatever it takes. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I do think that um, Stafford's going to have time to throw the ball. And uh, again, Beckham's a he. As much as he's got a poor attitude, he's a smart ball player. He will get oh, open, yeah, and once he yeah. catches, he can run with it. But I think it's more of a, a you know he's going to get seven, eight, nine catches in the game. And um, yeah, cups are their star. So uh, I yeah. think that he'll he'll that's where he's going to be looking to throw it. Well, you know, it's funny because I think you and I are on different sides for the total because I kind of like the under and it sounds like you like the over. But if you don't if you don't think the Bengals are going to do well, I really like that team total under for the Bengals 21 and a half because I really do think yeah. that they could struggle against this. This is by far and away the best defense that they faced all year. So, like, I just think they're going to struggle against a very good Rams defense. So I like that one a lot. I just I'm with you. I don't like the running the rushing odds on either team at all. I agree. Don't touch rushing. I yeah. agree. And they're, no. yeah, yeah. Ecker, they're afraid of because you'll fumble it. They can't have turnovers. So I, I just think that, it, like, it's going to be uh, 34-17 or something like that. I I think that I like okay. your under on Cincy, but I, I just think that that he's going to be, Burrow's going to be under so much pressure. I mean, yeah. they're lucky to get out of Tennessee with nine sacks. Mm-hmm. Casey absolutely screwed that game up. They should have won that game. Yes. And all of a sudden, yes. they're going, who is Cincinnati? Daddy, and now they're in the Super Bowl, and they're gonna get hammered. They are. I mean, not uh, hammered, but they're yeah. you're putting a lot of faith in one guy to make that yep. team win the game. And when you look at it, that's why we're both taking the Rams. Well, that's so funny. You're saying a lot of the thing. You're kind of you're echoing a lot of the things I said earlier. It's just if everything doesn't go right for the Bengals, almost every week they will lose. You know, even back to that Raiders game, like the everything has to go right for them. And I just I fear that. You know, again, for the fourth straight game, everything might not go right. And so we might see kind of a lopsided victory. And that's why I was, you know, entertaining those uh, alternate lines a little bit with the Rams minus 10 and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know. Something to sprinkle on. So, but so basically, Burroughs, this is a little off, but if Burroughs is going to, if Cincinnati is going to win the game or even cover, Burroughs has got to be outstanding. He's going to be throwing a lot. If they win the game, he will be the MVP. Right. No problem because the, it yeah. won't be Chase. It won't be, he'll be throwing, throwing. Whereas it might not be Stafford. It could be a Beckham if it goes the other way because he'll be, he'll be uh, throwing and dumping the ball to him. And uh, that way it's a bit of an up, but it's worth sprinkling something, I think, on, um, on Burroughs because if they do win and people at four yeah. or anyone can win, he, he will be the star of the team. There's no one else on it. So. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that argument. If you like the Bengals money line, you should just take the right. Burrow MVP odds because they're better, and that's who's going to yeah. get the MVP if they win. And and, yeah. and at two twenty five, that pays very well. So yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't touch the don't touch the Bengals if you like them. Just take Burrows. Yes, that's yeah. good. 
Well, there we Very go. Very good. Okay, there so. we go. Well, Charlie Chalk, man, you and I sound like we're absolutely aligned on this game, which scares the hell out of me. But, uh, you know, really could be uh, could be a good victory Monday for us if everything goes right for us. All right. I hope you enjoy it. I am going to enjoy it, and I'm going to be going for the Rams all day long. <laughs> Have fun losing money, Charlie. Thank you, Andrew. Good luck. Okay, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for listening and losing money with Andrew Bascom. Can you please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to the podcast right now? It goes a long way to growing the community. And once again, at LosingMoneyWAB on Twitter, on Instagram, where we make free daily picks outside of football. And while we're putting football to bed, sweet football, good night. Good night, football. We're not done with football. Let's be real. We're going to be betting on the quarterback carousel. We're going to be betting on free agency. We're going to be betting on the draft. So don't worry. You're going to see some of these guests coming back very, very soon. But... Next week, we get to talk about other stuff that's not football, and that's pretty exciting as well. So thank you so much for listening to the 20-plus weeks that we've been discussing football, you know, taking the ride with us, and losing money along the way. We appreciate every single one of you. But until next week, have fun losing money on the Super Bowl. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!